0: Welcome to EMS Underground. I am Charles McFall, And today, this episode is going to be a little bit different than any of the other episodes I've done typically so far. Um, Today, I went out to Covington, Georgia, to the square, to the protests that were out there. I found out about it about yesterday afternoon and decided I needed to go find out what's going on myself. Right? I'm always a person who seeks truth. I try to understand everybody that interact with. I try to elevate the conversation to become more human and how can we connect with each other? How can we change things for the better? And that's what I try to do with this show. So what I try to do with my instructions and when I teach students. So there's a conversation that you're about to hear that is an honest and open conversation amongst people who are all asking questions and are all having a standpoint from where we come from and it's not edited. It's not skewed. It's it's just you're gonna miss a little bit of the beginning and a little bit of the end. And in the beginning, what happened was I went there and I'm looking around, I'm figuring out what was going on and making my opinions of things and 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 figuring out, looking at the groups and 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 there were different groups there. There there were different messages being shown on signs. There was different things going on. And so I'm trying to figure out what why I'm there, what I hope to get out of it. What I'm looking for, and I realize, let me just do what I do best, and that is, I just listen to people, I ask questions, I talk, and I share my perspective as well. But I listen, and listening is key. So I sat down with this uh, gentleman, or I sat down on this bench actually, just for a minute, and this gentleman and lady were were talking to each other. Both were African American, and in this conversation, you're going to hear I'm the only blatantly white person in it. Okay, uh, there's there's two african-american females and african-american gentlemen who are a major part of the conversation and then we had people come in and out of the conversation and uh the part that you didn't get to hear won't get to hear because it's not recorded was as i was just sitting there listening figuring out why i'm there what i'm supposed to do who i should talk to should i leave what should i do you know, just absorbing and processing and looking i heard this young lady and gentleman talking and they, they had some interesting points. I said, well, can I, can I ask a few questions and, and jump in? And we talked to each other for a good 30 minutes. And another uh, African-American lady came and sat down with us, and she jumped into the conversation. And we talked for a while before I started recording, before we all got comfortable enough with each other to record the conversation, right? So this conversation I'm presenting to you is just what it is. Again, I edited the audio to make, I processed, I guess I should say I processed the audio to try to make it easier to hear. There's some background noise. There's a march going on around us as this happens. Um, There's a, a little bit of a rally at the end of the march. So you hear different things throughout this conversation that kind of detract from the conversation. But that's it. It is what it is. This is as close to a real snapshot of a moment in life as I can give you. So I want you to understand that going in. Here's what else I want you to do as you listen to this. I want you to listen. I don't want you to make judgments. There's things I wish I'd said better. I'm sure people in the conversation, if they if they listen back to this, there's probably things they wish they could say better. There's a point in the conversation that a button got hit or something got cut off, and so you don't get to hear this part of the conversation at the end. But another African-American lady has walked up and heard our conversation and actually was... was kind of defending me and helping me say that. And she said, I think you're all misunderstanding each other. And I said, no, you're absolutely right. I feel like we're both misunderstanding each other because there's, there's give and take. So leading into this conversation, there's a lot of agreement, a lot of agreement on how we raise our kids and, and fear is taught and, and racism is taught and, and our, our definitions of racism. And, and there was some, some human connection building going on before I hit record Okay, so that all was done so we could be safe to get into this conversation that I disagreed with, with one of the other uh, participants. And there's parts we agree on, there's parts we disagree on. And, and it was interesting. It's a learning experience. So I ask that you go in with an open mind, maybe listen to this two or three times. There's going to be no ads on this one. This is just straight up a moment in time of a conversation that was had. And take from it what you will. Learn from it what you can and go forward and, and change the world and at the end of this I'm going to come back with some things that I learned from it and man there was this beautiful thing that gentleman said at the end that unfortunately was not recorded that I will repeat for you at the end of this but here's the conversation From so an ex-military yeah. and
1: you know they don't give their my husband is ex-military there was and he was on special arms in Iraq he had no theory.
2: 67. Right. So it's multi layered. That's why I think reform has
1: to come in the system. I don't think high
0: school kids should be able to go into the academy. No, I agree. You know? I fully agree. Yeah. I don't think they should be able to get on the ambulance or in the fire truck. Right, I agree. You know, I think you have to do I think it should be layers, maybe even apprenticeships where you have yes. to you get held to a higher standard and you get taught things and then if you prove yourself then you can apply. You know, that would be a change
1: and reconciliation program and they, they're designed for people to deal with hidden racism that they didn't know it because this is just being eternal. both sides. Black people need to be a the I think officers, EOTs, deal with the public, I think that should be required. Deal with black like people. There's stuff deep down in there and there's subliminal messages there. Gary, so you don't even know it's there. Right. There are programs designed to get to the root of it but some people can't even finish it because it's too, it's too bold. Yeah. But yeah. you have to get in touch with that. I'm because I like, I'm a Christian, I'm not like everyday cursing President Trump out. I have to really find words to pray for him. So I have to dig it. My because I'm human, but I can say that out loud. You understand? Some people don't admit that there's anger, that they're hurt. Right. So I talk to my God like that, like, Lord, I don't like what you're saying. I can't break for him right now. you got to help me. he'll help you to do that. You understand? I have to tell my children. That's all white people are bad. I know it's hard. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. Whatever well, white said, Russ right alongside us, and we there with us. Yeah. But you know what though? I always say this. and A lot of people don't consider this. Right amongst us every day, there are a lot of people that do believe in God, but they're not going to tell you. That. Right. And, and I also believe this works for you too. For those that don't, if you are part of that sect that don't believe in God, then that's not how you behave the way you do. Because if you have God in your heart, you conduct yourself and you do the righteous life.
1: You hope so, but there are a lot of Christian white people who are racist. They're the ones. I mean, in 1619, when we were brought over here, they were Christian. And that I have a white professor in my ethics class. He, he their studies show that white Christians something happened to me where they were able. You read a Bible that says, love thy neighbor, and then go out and beat your slave. Something happened to them mentally and able to justify that behavior, and it was um, passed
0: on. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I think when you're talking about that, you talk about, as a Christian, who do you look to for leadership? Your religious leader, right? Your pastor or bishop, whatever, however you follow, right? And they can be wrong too, right? They can interpret the Bible incorrectly. And I think a lot of times people, as a group of people, think, I don't know, they're, I'm not that smart, somebody's smarter than me, and when somebody's telling you, the Bible says, because they, they're talking about Rome, right, you're talking about Paul and Rome, and you have a slave, and you treat them this way, they, and they're teaching that that's correct, people buy into that, and that's that's incorrect, they I mean, they don't listen to their
1: heart. I had to clear that from my mom, and I had to get this because I went to seminary, in the Bible had nothing to do with race. Exactly. It had nothing to do with oppressing lesser people. It was an economic structure. There was no welfare system during the Bible times. So if you could not work, if there was no government that gave you a check, when widows passed, Jesus talked a lot about Mm -hmm. Take care of the widows There was no social security There was no pension plan Women were not working So Slave was the lowest System, but they were more like servants.
0: Exactly. It wasn't. Just a sure.
1: And, and you were only a slave for seven years. Yeah, I you remember that being in the Bible. Jessica, mm-hmm. And then you were set free. It was like the lowest income level. It was. And
0: you were still paid. It was not income. Income. Yeah. And
1: so that's why that you hear uh, God say, "Don't beat your slave." So what? White the slave, that white Americans brought over here was pure and evil, raping women, cutting babies out of stomachs, beating while holding up. Frederick Douglass talks about, when his masters converted to Christianity, he said he got millions. He said he would beat him with a whip and hold the Bible in one hand. That's his autobiography, I witness account. So slavery in America was not the slavery of the Bible. So that speaks, but I'm a minister who has, who has studied to show myself a rule. So that I can have an answer for my children who ask me this question. And for my mother, who's 71, who says, was in the Bible? So, Mama,
0: let me, let me clear it up. Now, how does that, what you're talking about now, how does that relate to today?
1: What,
0: so you're part? talking about the... the yeah, I'm not gonna ever argue the evil of slavery and the raping. I'm, that, that's absolutely, I get you.
1: They were Christian. But how's
0: that relate now? If I'm asking you. It
1: relates now because that same mentality with white Christian. I'm gonna do it with white Christian because she's
2: I, saying, saying that mentality that, is that mentality is carried,
1: is carried
2: on. It's caught down.
1: Well, you can say you love Jesus. Go to church
2: on Sunday.
0: That you hate somebody else. But you hate Yeah, person. no, I absolutely agree.
1: And God forbid I walk up into your church on Sunday, praise yeah. and worship. Mm-hmm. You would be so uncomfortable if that's not the tradition of
3: your church.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I've good, grown up in churches like that. every yeah. day week. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. And that's either
0: this is either in a black church or
3: a white church. Because my uh, husband is a Puerto Rican, but he's a white person. And I was going to. A predominantly, you know, a black church, and the Sunday that he walked into the church with me, it was like, and it made him feel so un, you know, just so uncomfortable. And I'm like, are y'all kidding me? You know, and I was the same. When I said, we are a church, and we should be about love and
1: acceptance. It's gonna take us a time. Yeah, I'll be with you. we had Bible study. I'm a part of our church. It was about a year after dinner. Room. And this young white boy walked in, boxed it on Wednesday night, set up at the front. The security was like, we didn't know. It's truck is a very open and unsecured place. They invited him into their service and he shot them up. So I heard the Senate on the way. We just have a different. Also in black church, black church is still the place where we can hear our pastors say no justice, no peace. Where we can still hear our pastors say God loves you too, black girl, black man. Black church is still a place where we can get affirmed. Uh, We don't mind white people coming, but know that
3: we're still affirming our people. You know, the church that I attend is actually a multi-racial church. And I will say that that's something that my pastor said. You know, I was so you know I, when George Floyd thing came out. I mean, he immediately started sending out texts to the whole church. You guys, what we just saw. This is not And he that Friday and he. We had a big Zoom call. I mean, Zoom the whole church. Where we talked about what we're turning on. You know, we are a part of this one-race movement. Where Christians are getting together and saying... Because, in my opinion, the only way... The church has to step in. This is what I believe. The church has to step in and say, this is not okay. And I'm not talking just about black people white churches have mm-hmm. to step in because we've set that too long in our building, letting stuff happen and being solid to, you, you know. And now, you no, know, we can We can no longer just sit back and watch. As you know, that's the as, first
1: step. Next, is some kind of action. What mm-hmm. happens next? Right. And after, after, after
2: the story dies. That's what I'm wondering. Is you know, too often than not, of all of us, a lot of us, don't pay attention to things as how they're being put into words. Sometimes I do what I can to try to encourage people, even when it comes to song. You must listen to words as to what's being said, right? Right. And there's a song that really stands out of my mind. It was done by an artist, in fact, when he was killed, when he was shot there in New York. I must have been no more than about four blocks down the street. John Lennon was shot. John Lennon did a piece called Imagine. Right. <laughs> and I, I listened to that and I said, you know what, people don't pay attention to the words, man. Words be trivial to what people are saying, but music is more than just something you stomp your feet to and you have your fingers to. Absolutely. You gotta listen to what's being said. Yeah.
0: Well, I think, I think you absorb messages without even realizing it, too. See, there's a lot of music out there on any spectrum you yeah. put it on that that dehumanizes all of us. I mean, and you listen to these, honestly, oh, so pop beat, and you listen to words, and I'm like, I don't want my daughter calling herself a whore and putting herself out there. You know, that's but that's what this song is basically yeah. saying, and you can put it into any genre, country music, rap, pop music, you'll find it. And that's what I've taught my kids. It's like you got to listen to what things mean.
2: Was said. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Dr. King said something mm-hmm. today that still mm-hmm. my mind, too. When he said this, and you perhaps heard it in some of his speeches, when he said it's related to the Vietnam War, which I was involved in, right? When he said the bombs you drop in Vietnam will explode in your own backyard. Yeah. yeah. That's a powerful statement. Yeah.
1: It's a powerful and that's state. what the riot is about. I uh, don't it. I don't necessarily agree But there are some people who support a civil war. Some who support, support war in general. And now the bombs are dropping with the whole background. It's a reaction that that's, this is our own civil war. Okay. doesn't justify it. But you have to understand.
0: Human nature doesn't stop with
1: black people. No, it's human nature. The same way that uh, Bush and Trump and whomever can justify war because of whatever their justification is. And feel passionate about it. That's what you're seeing in the streets.
0: So, that's where I'll, I'll actually disagree a little bit. I I do believe the history has taught us the world moves by war. It is conquered in the kingdoms, and this since World War II, this is the first time in history that we've lived as a civilized society where there's this global unity, the World Bank, and how we we act differently. But so I I say, if you're going to start a war, fight a war, stealing TVs and burning down your own community's stores is not a war. But how are you hurting your own culture, changing something?
1: White men went to the Capitol with the arms. Let, let's just be real, okay? I need you to hear me. You're the own president to say anything, so they all opened the door for
0: it. So go to the Capitol with arms. All
1: right, and that sure. was wrong. Okay. They they had, aka, protested health measures.
0: No, I, I agree. I okay. think it was wrong.
1: So so just paint that. Remember that picture. Remember okay. That picture. Okay. So that was their form of war. Okay. Hold that for a minute. That was their form of looting. That was their. So form
0: I, how do you no. equate standing there peacefully with burning down buildings and hurting your own with community? Guns. I don't understand that. How
1: was that peaceful?
0: Did way? they burn anybody, or hurt anybody, you or shoot hear anybody? What
1: you're, hear what you're saying. I am.
0: Go do the same thing.
1: If he came here today, if I came here today, and I'm standing here with a gun,
0: Pete, you uh-huh. think that's peaceful? I don't Be agree honest. with how our country works with I mean, gun laws, laws. but it's within the law. You're not shooting words. somebody. Let me see if you're this
1: you're not it. being honest. Let me
0: see if this explains You're not, not being honest. That's
1: not peaceful. If I'm standing I'm here... I'm not continue. saying
0: that one was right, but how is that I'm the same as burning down a building?
1: You're not listening to what I'm saying. I got an analogy and I need you to hear it. Okay. If I if, if I show up on some courthouse steps, okay. AKA 47, you cannot tell me that's a peaceful protest.
0: I'm not saying that would be a peaceful protest, but I'm saying, why why is that the same as burning down a building and physically killing your own community? That was a
1: violent protest. That was the way that they protested, and it was violent.
0: And who got hurt?
1: If they were black people, they all would have got shot.
0: And that is wrong. And it shouldn't have been allowed, but it's not. That's why I'm asking. Why, why are you equating anger can't with judge anger? The way the black people are protesting,
1: and therefore It's not balanced. just
0: black people. There's white people, white, Asian people. Black, they're, Asian? They're, 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 go ahead. You can't judge that, but you're
1: not judging the white people. I'm not judging.
0: I'm asking. I, I do okay. think. Here's what I think. I think. he's what
2: I think. Worst in our storefront windows in so forth, I think in my mind, when it escalates to that point, I mean, this really gives thought to you from a psychological perspective. Okay. What's in our storefronts running downhill, that to me, to me personally, is a result of frustration. Okay. okay. Frustration no, 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 goes to no, no. the boiling point where you don't, exercise. where you have... <laughs>
1: Frustration. Keep distance, stop
2: talking. Frustration go to the boiling point where you react that way. I can remember when I was in Vietnam, and <laughs> when it comes to combat tackles and so forth, we used to do what is called going in a zone, where your mind goes into a killer zone. Okay. All right. And you see nothing else but kill, 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 kill. It's called. Sure. We, should, we should teach each other about it. As a matter of fact, you're in the zone. That's what we call it. you're in the zone. And you, 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 you have to do this in order to survive. If you want to go back to American City. that's what you got to do. But I do think that all of this burning down cities and busting out windows and so forth, I think it's frustration boil over. That's what that okay. is. You, you were going say something. It's, it's a frustration that says, what have I got to do of, but in America to be respected here? What have I got to do? Yeah. I've, I've tried everything. I've done everything. What have I got to do now? What, what, what do you want me
3: to right do? Yeah. Now, you know, and, and I'm, I, I don't, I didn't agree, and I still don't agree with the rights and stuff, but I understand where it's coming from. Yeah. Because when you have had years where. You your brothers and your sisters okay for no reason. Sure.
0: You know what I'm saying? I do. I follow you.
3: So, and you keep pushing that stuff down. Okay. You keep pushing it down. It's like a pallet on the stove. When you like that pallet, when you put some wood on it, it's going to start to boil. Okay. And when it starts to boil, it's going to boil over. And that's what happens when those riots. And get to and a boiling point. point where it, a and it okay. just fills out. Now, not to say that it was right, but you've got to understand... I hope people understand where it is coming from. It's not coming from a place of I want to do this. At that point, I have no choice because you know what? Nobody is hearing me. You know, because when when we cry out, it's pushed to the side. One thing I'll say about Corona uh uh, COVID 19, mm-hmm. what it did was brought light to the injustices that's done here. That's
0: and the what I was why earlier. I say that
3: because everybody was home and you had to exactly. see it. Exactly. That's exactly what I was saying you earlier. You had to see it. Yep. Because you're it not distracted. Distracted. You saw everybody saw what yep. was happening. So I say to my white sisters and brothers because you, you made a point of, you brought up something that, uh, a few minutes ago about some stats, okay, and percentages. As a person, uh, as a black mama, don't throw no stats and percentages up to me about... Because, see, right now, it's all about what I see happening to my, or what I feel is going to happen to my grandson when he walk out that door. Because, see, when my grandson walks out that door, I should be able to feel and know that if he gets in trouble, if the police stop him, he ain't going to die. And that's what we are feeling now. Okay. That's what we're feeling. We're weak because, and we've been feeling that for years. This isn't. This didn't just start with George Floyd. It didn't just start with Ahmaud. Ah, this has been years where, as a black woman, and I'm gonna take it back. It started with slavery because, see, white people would take our kids. Yes. They would take our kids and sell them. I was just reading today where a black woman, a black slave woman, they would take her kid from her just so she could nurse a white woman, baby. And you see, it didn't just start and until white people start to truly learn about black history you would never understand. It. Right. And you will never really understand how the riots <laughs> stealing I mean, that just don't make no sense. And I'm gonna be real, still I, I don't get it. Stealing, I don't like it, but I'm not gonna judge it. Judge it. You know I'm not, I'm I don't grow up in the hood. I right. don't grow up Because part of it is poverty, first president poverty. You
1: know what? So I've learned to just Part, to, to not judge it Don't agree with, with it, it. But, but I don't judge it right. But see I have an issue when As I said to you before When the white people protested in their own Violent way There wasn't the uproar that we had that I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear that from you So that's why I had to walk away Because I learned when I get heated I gotta walk away that's I respect fair. you trying that's to have fair. a conversation But I also implore you The more you try to put yourself In the shoes of someone else If you are a father, if you are a son because she just tried to help you understand. Just because you haven't seen it on the news, this has been happening. So what you, see, the riots you see, is is their form of war. It is a frustration.
3: It is the Boston Tea Party. And then you got the, you ox- are the Boston Tea Party. That's course. what that is. And then you have to understand that some of the riots, the stuff that you're seeing in these riots, that is looking like it's pointed over here at us. I'm sorry, it stuff is happening that's making it appear to be like black people are doing all of this. Yeah, no, no, no. That, I want you to understand that's yeah.
0: not what I'm saying at all. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And you brought up the Boston Tea Party, and that's my point. That was an act of war, and it led to actual war. It wasn't just we stole the tea. It was we damaged what was going on to make our point that we are going to fight. And I'm all for fighting for what's right. So, now
1: we're in 2020. Black people can't start a
2: revolutionary war, right?
1: Why not? Listen, we don't have the the power to do that. And y'all with terrorism, your your own president already told us he's ready to shoot everybody walking. Do you think, let me, okay, all right. The concept is still the same. The Boston Tea Party and blacks showing their frustration because they won't change. Leave the concept right there. Just because the Boston Tea Party led to the Revolutionary War doesn't make it have a higher position than the riots. It still is a tool to bring about change, whether the next step was a revolutionary war, or for us, whether it's politicians changing policy, whether it's uh, the police system changing, you understand? So this is our Boston Tea Party, and now we're gonna watch and see what's gonna be our revolutionary war. Okay. Do you understand the analogy I'm making?
0: I do. Okay. So let me try to say what I'm trying to get to. My question is, I get that, okay. This is your Boston Tea Party. The Boston Tea Party was against another against another party, right? The Boston Tea Party was the, the colonialists against England, right? Still frustrated people. Okay, got you. But it was against a not themselves; it was against another party. So my question is, why is the riots the same? If it's not, why are they not going to white communities and burning they've those been, down? Why is it on their own community? They,
1: they, I'm they, not talking they, about just
0: Atlanta. I'm talking about everywhere. Don't, don't, why are you burning so, down your own community and killing your own people? That's What's
1: why it? you do Carving most people don't even have transportation. Do you understand what I'm saying?
0: To what I I'm do. Saying. people. I do understand, but like I right grew up poor. Right
1: now, right now, we're in Covington. It's more convenient for me to protest right now in Covington than to get in my car and drive downtown sure. to Buckhead. So it's, it's, a, it's a part of it is just what happens in riots. Because they don't relate to that business like if they burn down a mcdonald's they don't own the mcdonald's you understand what i'm saying right a lot of these stores are korean-owned a lot of them are Asian. so so the people who they're not con- they're not connecting to oh i'm burning down my own business they're not connecting to the community so I that's
0: why is, so then i don't think it's a true fight you're saying it. you got to operate where you are you that's operate
2: where you are you're operating where you are your you're where you can tell running down your own fortune you burn it down your, your, your own. own community but you're operating where you're
3: i don't i don't think it's the same store owners that own the store that's
0: burning down their own store. Like you. you're saying, I don't think that. I'm you, community I community against their own people.
1: No, did there you burn down
0: your neighbor's house. house?
1: No, no. But they're, they're right. I think what he's saying. I think,
3: it's, I think it's because there's just been so many people that haven't been taught to do the right thing. They have been been chosen and put in a path where they don't know the difference between right or wrong. All they know is between negative, and positive, negative stuff, and positive stuff. you know what I'm saying? Money or like moneyless.
1: So, you know, I mean,
3: first of all, you know, is, riots is the language, a riot is the language of the uncurped. Yes. Say that again. Say it again. A riot is the language of the unheard. Montel Jordan added to that. He said, and I'm here to say that looting is the language of the underprivileged. That's it. That's it. That's why I
1: said, that's poverty when you poverty. say the looting. That's where and it is. you and I, brother, we don't live down in the woods, so that's why I respectfully, I have learned, I respectfully don't give a lot of opinion about something I don't live in. And, and, and lovingly, I want to say that to you, I implore you to listen more. This is a time for you and me Because I'm not underprivileged. I, I didn't get a, a big $1,200 stimulus check because I make too much money. Me. Mm-hmm. Okay?
3: So, I don't know underprivileged. So, I, this is time for even me to listen. And to try to understand. And try to understand. And try to understand. You know, and not, like she said, make that judgment and, and talk about, well, I don't understand. You know, I just don't see why they're booing or... Pairing up their own tell me. Like, tell me you know, tell me, tell me, tell me more about? about it, why do you think, why you know, you or, uh, or try you to, know? you know, get out, you know, the feeling because I I mean, and I'm not going to lie, I to where you was when I would see something like, I don't get, how you going to just do it? Yeah, but I then I had that to that learn thing. that I had to start to listen with my heart, and you can listen with your heart by looking at somebody's face. If you start to okay. even look in the faces of some of these protesters and some of these looters, it'll tell you, I've, I've watched some of the looting, and I've seen people, you know, get a lot of stuff, but I've seen people harvest where this one man had nothing but a basket full of players. See diapers and wipes, he needed diapers and wipes. That's what so. he, needed. he needed that he didn't but he didn't and against it. And you know, and but you know, he may not have had the money to get it. He got kids. So okay. It does is it right in our eyes? Absolutely not. But can I understand why he may have gone in there and got that. You know, and not not condoning it, absolutely not. But just trying to understand. good word right here. When you said, I, thank
1: you, look at what they're looting. Did you see someone looting diapers? She's Looting is the voice of the underprivileged. Mm-hmm. Because part of the systematic issue that is coming out of what you're seeing in riots, why is it the minimum wage still $7 in some odd Who can live on $7? Well, the average rent is 12
0: Mm-hmm. The, the oh, I understand. The, so
1: I'm learning from her, just listening.
0: So, there's some assumptions that have been made here today.
1: You told me you, you were
0: poor. I did. Mm-hmm. I, I told you. Better. Also told you. Yeah, because that's this always is different. No, okay, so you're bad. making assumptions now. Let me tell you where I come there from. As a paramedic, the highest level of emergency medicine that I can do, helping save lives. Because I think all lives matter. I'm putting myself on the line, being exposed to diseases being exposed to dangers, being exposed to all kind of issues to help other human beings. I was on, but I had to leave that field because I could not make the money to feed my family. I am still on food stamps today to feed my family. I live in the hood today. And I'm not out here raging. There are assumptions that were made. You make more money from your statement yeah. I live in a black neighborhood. I but live she, in a that's poor parish. That's a choice,
1: baby. Now, see, there's
0: no, no. love there. There's no. No, all assumptions. No, this has now been the us against them no, thing. No, because
1: that's a choice. Listen. How is that no. a choice? You don't have to live there.
0: I live where I can afford to live. So, so if I was a white man, and I'm a white man, and I said to you, nobody has to live in the hood, nobody has to live in government housing, that's their choice, I, I would be wrong, number one. And I'd be yelled down. Why are you telling me it's my choice to live there when I am doing the best I can to feed my family? And I cannot serve my community because I can't afford to feed my family, serving my community, but I'm still doing what I can. I teach people to go and be on the ambulance. How is that my choice to live in poverty when and it says your
1: choice to live
0: in poverty? Okay, what's my choice?
1: You say I live in a black neighborhood.
0: I'm saying I live in a poor neighborhood and you no, keep you saying said that's black. white poor. I didn't say I did say I said the hood. I live in a you poor neighborhood and you, and you said, okay, but you said, cause you said white poor. How is that a thing? No, poor not like what food to say is, is not food. You have more than any black
3: how? If you get arrested, you don't fear for your life.
0: No, you went here where I told the story no. about, I did, I, 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 I was I being provoked. You've you had one privilege, you watched a man get murdered and all you can think about is how you dealt with someone. That's not true. You We've it. been having a conversation for an hour I'm now, um, come around.
3: I have seen my brother in my own neighborhood get called out because they thought he was breaking in. And then they didn't believe it was his neighborhood until me and my parents moved off to a scene. I saw my brother in handcuffs, sitting on the ground in an all-white neighborhood. When we moved into that neighborhood, they gave us eight hate mail.
0: And that is and wrong. They,
3: they, exactly. Right. It's wrong. But you don't understand your privilege.
0: So you're, you're assuming. Have, I no, do understand. You, you I was pulled over and harassed by white born. cops because I was in the wrong was, neighborhood. But that when you was,
1: was one incident. You did,
0: your mom did not want you to. One of the things you're telling me I don't understand. That's, that's, we have to break this us against them and talk to each other. That's, that's, and co- How do we change this? How do we change this conversation instead I, I, of telling everybody first, to listen? First,
1: first, I'm trying to help you change it by stop judging the looting and rioting. That, that would
0: help. I'm not going to judge somebody who's going to feed their family, but when you're taking Large screen TVs, and you're shooting when it's a mixed message. So, understand. Let me step back. Understand why I'm saying this is a mixed message. I am trying to understand when you say Black Lives Matter, and then in looting, you're killing black people. I don't understand that. I don't stand killing people unless you're going to start a war, and then it shouldn't be your own people. That's right. Talk about the murder. Right and we did talk about the murder listen. earlier I do agree but with you know, but
1: you need to end it but, not about the murder. but you need to end it with I don't Los understand because uh-huh. you don't
0: but so, but how what? about Las Vegas was killing black people listen oh people. Listen, no, the looting is
1: listen when we it goes back it's so it's so deep that you don't understand because as she said in 1619 when we were brought over here we were first told we were ugly we didn't count we fight trying to tell our daughters that they're beautiful. So when you see a black person shooting another black person in the hood, that's part of the slavery system still coming out. We don't love each other. We don't like our color. Because, I'm sorry, the white men told us our color wasn't beautiful.
0: And I, I would so bring stop. it out say, right. we don't love so, so
1: ourselves. Right, so as we don't, so
2: stop. So when it's you, not to get you, sin. No, we as a human
0: so race do not enough love enough ourselves.
1: Right now, because when you say you don't understand, you are an outsider watching. When I say I don't understand, I'm an outsider watching too because I never grew up in poverty. So I'm watching, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna stop, and I'm gonna keep watching and try to understand. And I said, well, I don't understand why they kill each other. Because there's something deeper going on that I don't understand. But as she said, I'm gonna start listening asking questions so that I do because a sane person would not choose on purpose to kill their fellow brother so there must be something deeper going on that I need to shut my mouth I'm talking about Carla and listen and understand
3: and, and, and I'll say this because I heard you you know you say you're living in good you know and Right. I don't think it's any yeah. I mean anybody's choice to live in. Nobody, whether you're black or right. whether you're white. It's nobody's choice to live in. Most of the money keeps us, puts us there. But I will say this to you: you will be, you are probably more accepted in the hood than I would be if I went into a Brooklyn.
0: I I absolutely agree with you. I so, absolutely agree with you.
3: And with that whether you understand that or not that's a privilege for you have. and it's that privilege because it's your skin color
0: it's your skin color and why? I mean, I'm asking, yeah. Why is it not because? Why is it not because in the hood they understand poverty and they've lived it and they go, we're not going to judge because you're here. Why is it because of my skin instead of any other understanding?
3: And it is because of understanding, that, but it's also the fact that if me going to bucket living and being judged because I'm black. Yes deep-rooted in you guys. I, I mean, I won't say you. I can't say that. I, and I, I don't want to generalize like that. But there is some stuff that's rooted that says, you know what? uh uh You good. good, good. But we, as a people, ex- we accept. Oh, I had to wait. Yeah, I know We do. Not so, so,
0: we accept. So, so, you, you guys know? have been awesome to talk to me. You've accepted. You and know. there are some people, both on white and black sides, who don't. But it's, right? There's some but places but I cannot th- th- have this conversation.
3: Absolutely. I'm very glad that we true. can have it. I'm grateful. Cool. So, so did I.
0: <laughs> you know, I did, so, too. I mean, I'll be you honest. I did, too.
3: So did I. You know, and so... But I think Once we start to have these Conversations And one thing that I have noticed And this is even with my husband For we get on the defensive And when you start to Get in that defensive mode You it, stop here. Stop here. Because then it's like um, Talking to be heard, but well, I'm not Really talking to be understood and I always when I speak I want people to understand what I'm saying and as I said before you don't have to agree you don't but at least have the courtesy to listen and hopefully when you go back and you reflect on that conversation something that I say will spark something for you to think
0: you know? Oh, that's exactly what he was saying earlier. You listen to the words, and I've found that to be true, even in fights with people, arguments. Mm-hmm. After the argument, sometimes those words sink in after the heat dies down, and you you listen.
2: Saying that we have during the time that I went with Dr. King, you never know a man until you walk in his
1: shoes.
2: When you walked in his shoes, then you know him. Until then, you don't know him. I, I agree. You have to know a man. Yeah. You know.
0: And that's, and what you were saying about being on the defensive, because we all, as human beings, come from our histories, our past, whatever happened to us. We interpret things through our own experience. If I've only ever eaten Sandwiches, and you all, I've never known what a steak was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that's I have no experience to relate to that. So I think we we, we all come to think that the
2: exactly. You got to come outside the box. And I think it's used to something different. You and, can't stay inside the box all your life. You got to come outside the box. Mm-hmm. And, and I personally
0: think the people who
2: who speak like you're speaking, yeah.
0: and and some of what you're saying. Obviously, we disagree on some things, but a lot of what you're saying and what you're saying, the conversations like this change. And those who have the, the platforms and the pulpits and the ability, if they speak this way, to gain understanding and bring people in. I mean, I know it was a catchphrase, but I, I believe it's true, but love wins. And I think if we find that way to connect with each other and understand each other, that's how we change everything. Because you can't go and change it. You can, and ultimately, systems do need to change, but they change. What I think you're saying it. Maybe both of you. We have to take responsibility in our lives, right? That we change ourselves, and by changing ourselves, the system will then change with us.
1: And it starts with what she said. It starts with listening. Because within every race, there's a caste system. So I can hear you speaking to me right now, and you may relate more to a poor black person. That's not my experience.
0: So, you understand
1: what I I do. So, I keep going back to what she said. I had to learn to be a, to not judge. I could be concerned, inquisitive, questioned, something that doesn't make sense, but I try not to judge it because I have not walked in their shoes. I haven't walked in the shoes of people who feel that that looting is an answer.
0: I was taught, I don't know when, sometime growing up, where a kid was angry and his dad trying to teach him a lesson about anger. And the short version is, he had the kid go out and hammer nails into the post. And they had him pull the nails out of the post. He said, anger is what damages. Anger is you putting those nails in the post. And even though you can come back and say you're sorry or, or fix things or grow from it, the scars remain. The damage remains. And while I definitely understand frustration, and anger, boiling, I've had my issues with that in my life. What you were saying about the police earlier, I think it applies to human beings, and while I'm not judging, I'm not going to stand by and condone anybody killing anybody else. I'm not going to stand by and condone burning things. I think there's been some great... In the civil rights movement, what I've seen, obviously I wasn't there. And I didn't grow up with it, but from what I've seen, the protests were putting yourself on the line, and unfortunately, having police hose people down, kill people, beat them down—that's war. That's the Boston Tea Party. That's me. I was standing right next to you, put my life on the line, say, "No, this is wrong." I don't. That's why I will not understand going and killing people or protecting their stores because you want to, you're yeah. frustrated so, and angry. anger is destru- destroy Let
1: me give you another perspective of your example. Okay. The peaceful protest worked because of the violence that was shown on the TV. That is what got the attention of the silent. If Martin Luther King had just kept walking, and everybody saying kumbaya, y'all, and there were no dogs and there were no... No, I agree. I agree with you. But it was the violence.
0: But it was the violence against them, right?
1: But the white, but the black, don't, the black people standing there taking it, that's not the same thing. I owe, this is my
3: statement.
1: There will be, no, MLK, there was no Malcolm X.
0: Okay. Two different strategies. The, uh, M-O-K. Malcolm X is more violent, right, and MLK is more peaceful. M-O-K.
1: His words. His words were more His violent.
0: I mean, I've His watched words. some of the movies and stuff. It
2: all a different okay, from gotcha. Widenberg.
0: I'm just trying to understand your analogy. That's all.
2: I wouldn't say Malcolm was a violent man. No, i was just trying to understand His the words. analogy. That's. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't say he was a violent man. He was the kind of man to make it known that I'm not putting up with it. Right. Okay. He was that
0: man. So you're saying, yeah, more aggressive speaking versus more peace.
2: I'm just trying to understand where you're going with the analogy. Yeah. You know what I think about a lot of times in to all of this stuff is human relations and how we all deal together. And every time I have this kind of discussion, I think to myself, I would pose this picture to you. If all of us right now, all of us sitting here right now with Jews, if we were Jews, and you popped the question to tell me, what do you think of Adolf Hitler? What, what do you think would be the reply?
0: I, honestly, I think it's going to vary, because some people are forgiveness this and some people don't, but it's probably going to be a negative response.
2: Okay, I'm just using that as an example to our struggle. What would you think of Adolf Hitler, As we, we were all sitting there talking? You know, okay. say, Tell me, what do you think of Adolf Hitler?
0: Now I got you, and that, that, is, the, that is the struggle right now, right? From understanding, is you had one target. You had one place that you could say, no, this could be taken down. Whereas in the, in the, let's bring it back to where we started. So, and the and police murdering. He in
1: the system. So
0: don't sure, sure, no, don't no. But like, there's a war. Say. No, I'm not misinterpreting. I'm saying. That's, that is the issue that we can't just fix today. You have a target that I'm worth to be fought and taking down this target. I'm not saying that represents the system, but it's a target. But with widespread, and I will say, I mean, with police murdering black
1: men. Go back to his question.
0: Black men, I think you hear I
1: didn't hear him. I think you started talking, I'm trying to help you. I think you started talking before you really listened to his question.
0: Just say it again I want to but no, not, I did hear. Would it would be a negative response. It would be a negative. No, I did. I said, be a, said be a negative response.
2: If every one of, them, if, every one of them, if every one of them, if every one of us was sitting here right now, we were Jews. We were all Jews. Every person here is a Jew sitting right here. Just imagine in your mind, if someone posed the question, tell me, what do you think about Adolf Hitler? How would you respond?
0: I don't think everybody would. Honestly. I think there's forgiveness. Okay, so right now, you. let's bring it to what's going on right now. With police killing black men. If you say, what do you think about? Can you hate all police? Is that fixing it? No, no, no. I'm trying to, that's my, that's why hearing
2: that analogy.
0: And unfortunately, that is where I, the button got hit. I didn't realize the recording had stopped. So what he was trying to say is, He's trying to help me understand the anger, and obviously we didn't come. None of us came to quite an agreement. I mean, I think we agreed on some things. I think we we changed the conversations in some ways as we went through this conversation. As you heard, some young people kind of came up in the middle. One stayed. the guy who was trying to explain the looting and said stuff about, well, it's not the shop owners burning down their own thing. I, I didn't engage him because I know that's not the point I was trying to make. The point I was uh, I was trying to make is is life matters and you words mean things, and Jesus says it, it, she was the lady I was discussing with was uh, a um, a religious leader I, I can't remember if she said she's a care pastor or what she was but she's a Christian. Jesus says let your yes be yes, and for her to have the conversation we had was interesting, but you know my point was you can't say black lives matter and go kill black people who are protecting their shops. That, that makes no sense to me. Killing. I I don't know. I, I digress. I'm going to stop it there, but, but here's what I took away from the conversation is we, we all have our own damage and our perspectives. and As hard as we try, we always keep having to try to change that perspective. There's things I'm sure I need to learn I'm sure there's people who are going to listen listen to this and who know me like oh you're cringy oh I can't believe you asked that. oh uh, and that's that's fine, but I don't care. Just it was safe in this conversation because I didn't care what they thought of me. I came with the intent to ask questions and listen to answers and really keep asking questions until I got the answers some answers I didn't get. They didn't come to the conversation. They had their conversation and I jumped in. So there's that to be considered is I had questions I would like answered that really have no major easy answers. And I, I, There's discussions that it would take a long time to get to. But the biggest thing I took away is conversations like this definitely change the world. And as you hear through that conversation, there are moments of time we all agree on something. And we all say we have to step back for a second and breathe. Um, and the 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 gentleman that you hear at the end asking about Adolf Hitler and the Jews, he, he was talking about anger and bullying and even jews today would have anger and he's right there are a lot of jews today that have anger but my point was also but not all of them do anger destroys and there's many jews who have forgiven adolf hitler and what i was trying to get to at the end was okay you have a target of adolf hitler hating the jews that was a war that could actually physically be fought that was a a person and an ideology that you could stop you cannot apply that ideology to the police officers today that's the problem that's still a fear-based system, and, and something that I believe her name was Carol, something that Carol said before the re- recording happened was, she says, we cannot teach fear to our kids. I've taught my kids respect. I've taught my kids caution. I've taught my kids things that I probably should, I feel like I shouldn't have to teach them in the world, and I said, I get that. I've taught my kids the same thing. but That's not the same as fear. There's a sign that was not a part of the conversation that we had, but there was a sign that said, fear the sirens, and I even mentioned that to her. I said, there's a sign that says fear the sirens. That's that will never get a conversation going, and so this gentleman was talking about uh, Hitler and this and that, and as she, Carol kept jumping in, and please, please, that was actually her name, I believe. Do not, do not, do the 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 meme thing of call, calling her something. Do not dismiss her as a, an adjective. Um, she, it's just her name, okay? And she actually, she was trying to meet me where she could. She just wasn't able to meet me in the middle. I don't know that I was able to meet her in the middle. We were just able to talk out two sides of things and meet some in the middle on some things. I did not get the lady's name to my left who who talked about having the Puerto Rican husband. I did not get the gentleman's name either. And uh, back then, this, the young African-American young lady who came up behind me, I didn't realize she was standing behind me. She was saying, I think y'all are misunderstanding each other. We need to keep the conversation on one topic. You're talking about Nazi Germany. You're talking about uh, uh, eliminating a bloodline versus police and and, and this, this murder that happened or or even your black oppression. And this is what she was saying. And, man, I was like, this is the kind of conversations that need to be had because, as you heard, because of my skin, there was, there was assumptions made. I think in that conversation, I was the poorest person there and probably grew up the poorest and still is the poorest out of all of us that were talking. That's an interesting dynamic there. And that comes out. And but she was she was definitely talking about the young lady standing behind me, was definitely talking about how and, and and I wanted to say this, but I feel like if I say it, it's not her, but if she said it maybe gets heard by people who can hear it from her that can't hear it from me. But the thing I wanted to say was what she was saying is this is the problem. We're we're having too many conversations at once. Let's stay on the topic. So we're talking about police and, and brutality and what needs to change. That's one thing, but taking it all the way over to Adolf Hitler and 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 his elimination of a bloodline is a, a bad thing. The other thing you didn't get to hear is at the end, I said, okay, I'm sorry to cut this short. I do have to go. I want to say thank you. And I looked all of them in the eye. Thank you for allowing me to have this conversation. Thank you for being open to have this conversation. We all said stuff to that effect throughout the conversation for sure. I made sure to blatantly say it as I was leaving. And Carol and the others Said the same thing, and they said we need to have more conversations. And the the gentleman, who was really wise, and he didn't speak up a lot on the recording, but he spoke a lot before and then after, uh, or at the end that unfortunately stopped recording. But he said, I mean, he had been in Vietnam, he had lived through civil rights, he had been uh, he had been at the bridge uh, for Bloody Sunday, uh, from what he was saying, he'd he'd been through a lot, he'd seen a lot of change in this world, and he's seen a lot of anger and hate in this world, and he says. As long as we can keep having conversations like this where I must listen to you and you must listen to me. And he says it with a smile on his face. This is how we change the world. This is how we get to know each other. This is how we walk a mile in somebody else's shoes is by listening to them and not just saying what we have to say. And I said, I I couldn't have said it better. And I'm like, man, I got that on recording and it's beautiful and that's the best way to end this thing. And it wasn't a recording. So then I had to come back and, and, and tell you about it. But he, he, he was wise. I, I think Carol had a lot of great things to say. Everybody else had some great things to say. But these are conversations that when we go in, preloaded for this is what we think is going on, and we ask questions without listening, and there was. There was a few times I listened back. and like, man, I, I could have backed off a little bit. I could have let them finish the point and go, okay, let me see where you're going first before I jump back in and argue. Now, there's definitely some times when I, I call out things for being called out. There's definitely some times where... I think the conversation was great because they all recognized what I was doing. And in that, I mean, they recognize I'm not a rabble rouser. I'm not some white guy trying to bring down and tell you wrong. I'm not anything but who I am, which is I've got some questions. I've got some beliefs. I challenged them on, oh, well, we couldn't pick up guns. Why not? We'd be, all be shot. Well, that's a whole nother conversation to have. I tried to say on. Well, okay. I, I don't, what's wrong is wrong. But let's let's get real about things. And when she said to me, I'm not being honest, I said it right back to her, you're not being honest. And so we pushed and we backed off. And we pushed and we backed off. And that's what a conversation is. And that's that's where America should be, is we don't all have to see the world exactly the same. We have to listen to those we don't understand to understand them more. And that's where I want to leave it with you today. And I really wish I had that man's voice with what he said the only way to change the world is to have conversations where i must listen to you and you must listen to me and only that way can we truly understand each other and have walt a mile in each other's shoes i hope you get something out of this i hope you learn something i hope you come back to this and learn something new each time you listen to it we need to change the world for the better to come together as a human race there's a sign there that i love that was beautiful says no unity without community we live on this planet together we operate together we work together we are one race it's the human race so end this now by asking what are you going to do to make this world a better place what are you going to do to inflict change for the positive